Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. What's up, Midnight Prayer Watchers? I have to just ask y'all to excuse me. Excuse my voice. Excuse my, if I have to take a little bit of a second to catch my my throat together. It has been a week <laughs> where the enemy had tried to attack my whole body, but I'm not going to allow that to stop us from having our prayer watch this evening. What's up, everybody? I am your most humble host, Delta, coming at you one more again. No matter what the enemy tries, any tricks he has up his sleeve, we still press on and persevere. So I hope everybody has had an awesome and amazing week because it has been a reminder to count it all joy for me, even in the testings and the trials, <laughs> because we know the Lord will have his perfect work. Uh-huh. And the other piece, I think, uh, was really a big lesson for me this week. It's just remembering that healing is already accomplished, that the enemy is a already defeated foe, and we have to stop fantasizing or romancing that idea of sickness and disease and illnesses and things like that where he's really done a lot for us to not have to endure these things when we come into agreement with it. It's it's kind of like it's cute to be petted over and nursed and, you know, the woe is me kind of situation, but uh-uh. Abba said, no, none, no more of this. <laughs> and he's really been just uh, doing a lot of pruning on me this this past week. So we are coming at you, Midnight Prayer Watchers. I'm so excited about this prayer point. And as we continue to press into anyone that needs prayer for anxiety or depression, please don't believe that we're still not available to pray for you. Excuse me. We are absolutely still available to pray for you. So we are looking forward to continuing to uplift your prayer requests tonight as we press into our prayer point. And as the Lord leads you to, we invite you to still feel the tugging on your heart. Still look for an opportunity to allow the Holy Spirit to move. Because he will make a way of escape for you. (laughs) Always. And I'm reminded of the scripture when the enemy comes in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against the enemy. One of the things that the Lord was telling me to press into was just, again, people rejecting their purpose. And inevitably, 
that leading to rejecting them being here, rejecting their life, rejecting the gift that he has spent so much to give us. Um, I think when it comes to rejection of your purpose, there's a lot of worldly teachings and courses and there's so much that the world tries to define purpose for us and it becomes very convoluted. There's a lot of confusion <clears throat> excuse me, around whether or not this uh this job is your purpose, whether or not getting into that school is your purpose. Whether or not being a husband or a wife is your purpose. Oh my goodness, there's so many different classes and books and and experts and uh, you name it. There's somebody out there that's claiming it when it comes to helping you find your purpose. This area uh, was something that you know I've been actually pressing into, asking Holy Spirit when. Should we have this prayer point for a while now? It's been over a month, actually. And he's just been, you know, patience. <laughs> have patience, have patience, Delta. <laughs> and then I found some really great um, um, messages and some additional inspiration as I've been researching and as I have also been pressing into identify how best to unpack this for you prayer watchers. And one of the things that I find that I was struggling with was that purpose seemed to me to always be a point of arrival. So I'm going to just let that breathe for a second. <laughs> Purpose always seemed to be a place that you made it to. Is your purpose to travel the world? Point of arrival. Is your purpose to have children? Point of arrival. Is your purpose to make a million dollars? of arrival. Am I touching somebody's heart tonight? Is your purpose just feeling like I got up out the bed today? A point of arrival. Okay, and again, these are all Kind of the, the ways of what we've been taught from a worldly perspective to make a clear and defined goal. Has anybody heard of SMART goals before? <laughs> I've used that so many times in my profession. You got to be specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and timely. And, oh, 
just got to be non-neatly packaged there in order for us to feel like it's a meaningful uh, goal or, or that you did something that you planned and set out to do. And I'm just reminded again of the Lord can blow up your goals 2.5 seconds. And then what you going to do? <laughs> and then what do you start to spiral? Because you're like, oh, that was my purpose, Lord. But I want to just go back into this purpose thing. I mean, it's like, oh, purpose-driven life. Oh, you need to know your purpose in order to know where you're going. And is your purpose a position or a, a ministry even? Oh, don't get me started with us believers, sons and daughters of God. How many times have we been completely deceived by um, feeling like ministry is purpose? Who am I helping tonight? (laughs) Oh, so I have to tell y'all, purpose is not calling. Anybody heard that? That word? Calling. Like, when I, phone is ringing, I pick up the phone. <laughs> That's a call, right? <laughs> I answered the call. Is that a purpose when the call, when the phone rings? No. Purpose is not calling. So I want you all to remember this because we're going to start unpacking this prayer point here. And the word talks a lot about what purpose is, but it it doesn't use the word purpose. <laughs> and I think that's why there's so much uh, confusion around it. Um, there's so much that the world tries to change about it. And let's break it down. I think I've already defined what purpose is not. (laughs) Let's start talking about calling. And so as I picked up the phone and you saw me answer the call, (laughs) that wasn't there, (laughs) but just as an illustration. Calling is... I'm calling specifically to give you an assignment. Anyone familiar with these terms? So calling leads you to answering the call. You can choose not to answer the call, right? Uh, But if you do choose to answer the call, a lot of times those calls, and we're, we're talking about calling from obviously our Lord and Savior. That's just, you want to answer the right, the wrong call from the, from the other side, but you have a calling to answer from the Lord and he's given you an assignment. And the assignment seem to be where we are mixing up purpose, where 
I'm assigned to be a mother with children. I have assignment to be in ministry. I have an assignment to go out and travel the world. I have an assignment to be a mentor and to be the salt of this world. You have an assignment, bro, to be a great dad. You have an assignment to go be a youth pastor. You have an assignment, sis, to go and be a grandmother. You have an assignment to go and take up that new job and let go of the old one. (laughs) Those are not purpose. Purpose is one thing. And here's where I want us to get back into the word. We all know we got to stay washed in the word here. Midnight Prayer Watch Live. As you know, the enemy tries to twist it so many different ways and flip it that it's going to be only Holy Spirit that is going to touch your heart here and where this applies to you. And so. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, very, uh, I would say, simple. (laughs) It's a simple scripture, but so easy to miss it. (laughs) So easy to miss it. So we just talked about how purpose is not calling. Calling leads to assignments. And purpose is one thing. So, in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. We talking about Jesus, y'all. So that we might become. Let that breathe. So that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Did y'all catch that? I'm going to go back one more time. Those in the back. For he made him, Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us. Hmm, What kind of love is that, y'all? That we might become the righteousness of God in him. I'm going to just let that marinate now. I think I let it breathe already. So, what is this saying? Is this touching anybody's heart, y'all, tonight? So simple, but so <laughs> it can't be so like, wait, I mean, when I was like di- diving in deep and doing research, it blew my mind completely off my shoulders because we have been taught to struggle. <laughs> we have been told by parents and grandparents, work, 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 show your value, show your worth. 
faith without works is dead. We have been told that there is a point of arrival, and this is what you have to do in order to get to your purpose, get to your calling, get to your assignment, to all of this, this running the rat race in life. But I'm here to encourage y'all that in the word it says that our purpose is to become the righteousness of God in him. So what is all of this? What is, why, why are we here? Why are we on the earth? Why are we going every day, living life? What did Abba put you here for? <laughs> why did he bring you to life? We talked about this a couple watches ago. And I was saying the sequence part had me all twisted to where I was thinking that he created me. Then he put purpose in me. Where the other way was a thing. <laughs> where purpose was then created. And then he formed me. And when I thought about how many people are rejecting their purpose. Because they don't even know what the purpose is <laughs> all of the things. Let me just break this down, Lord. Holy Spirit, help me. Um, all of the things that you have been busy with, that you have been uh, focused and driven to do, that you have been even anxious about achieving. All of those things are being done. But does he need you to do them? Does he need you to start a church? <laughs> does he need you to go out and save 500 people? Does he need you to start this ministry? I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Does he need you <clears throat> to do anything for him who is above all things? He doesn't need any of us. But you know what he does? He wants to be with us. Otherwise, why would he literally have his own son killed, chopped up, mutilated, skin off his back, then hung up on the cross so that that would be enough? For us to be reconciled back to him. Why would he do that? He didn't need to do that. He doesn't 
need you to do anything. He creates the call. He provides the assignment because every step you take in the things that he's calling you to starts your pruning process to be reconciled back to him. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. The whole time you are alive, you are becoming the righteousness of God in him. So all of these things that we are so focused on, so fixated on, so just, oh, I got to do this. I got to fulfill my purpose. And all of those things are things. What he's put there for you is not to do them, but for you to become something from them. And it's like a chipping away that takes place. As you step into a new job, does that teach you how to be more humble? As you step from a single man to a married man, does that change your level of pride? Does that change your level of self-righteousness? That strips away. As you step from um, being a woman of um uh that that wasn't having children to having babies you're being a mother does that give you more compassion and patience all of these things all of these areas all of these assignments are meant not for them to be done but for you to become is not the thing. <laughs> it's not the thing, y'all. It is the becoming. Because as you continue to become, as you continue to answer the calls, as you continue to relinquish to the Lord, whatever it is that He has for you to learn through the assignments and move on to the next assignment and build to the next assignment. He's slowly showing you how to become the righteousness of God in him. And then what happens when you transition from here to eternity? We are then reconciled. Back to the Father. Hmm. Oh, Lord. I hope this is helping somebody tonight. Are you rejecting that purpose? Are you rejecting even life itself? Please don't look at this life and minimize what was done in order for you to have it. Think about this. He sacrificed so much 
just to be with you. And you might have been squandering it away up to this point. You might have just been living as a consequence of just being here and and just saying, I'm going to just get this over with. I've been there. Let's get this day over with. There's no way, no way to treat a gift that he purchased with a cost we could never understand and throw it back in his face. Ooh, that was the very first thing that he told me when I was sitting up in the hospital and I had already uh, had my suicidal ideation and I'm sitting in the hospital and he's Oh, he's going in on me. Talking about chastisement, chastening. And that was the first thing he said was, how dare you devalue this life? You don't even understand how much it took for me to want to reconcile you back to me. And so I will never, ever, 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 ever forget that lesson in that moment. And I just want to encourage anyone tonight or if you're listening to this in the afternoon or the watch and the replay, you cannot be in a position where you give the world the reins over what the Lord has already called you to do. Called assignment purpose. Remember I said earlier purpose is one thing. Your purpose I feel like we're in class. But what's your purpose? (laughs) That we might become the righteousness of God in him. All right. I just want to pray for anybody that is feeling the Holy Spirit that's moving right now. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for gifting me with the strength to be able to continue your work. And that you have just shine a light on the darkness that the world is trying to get people to get caught up in the rat race of just running and running and running and not knowing what they're doing. Just to be let down and disappointed and thinking that their purpose is not being fulfilled. And... I just smashed the pieces that lie from the enemy. And I declare and decree, Lord, that the devil is a liar. And he is the accuser, the father of all lies. But he has no place. He has no ground. He is not able to (laughs) continue to uh, gain any of your sons and daughters attention, not able to create confusion, Lord, especially as it relates to 
this rejection of purpose. Father, I just thank you that you have allowed your word to come forth this evening. And I pray, Father, for those that are struggling with knowing their purpose, those that may not have even thought to ask you, (laughs) thought to ask you, thought to pick up the call, or they've been picking up the wrong call. (laughs) They've been picking up the wrong phone, Lord. They've been answering the wrong people's calls, God. I just pray and stand in the gap for those that are feeling you're tugging, Lord, that right now that you are moving and you are doing the hard work and that it's your words that are being heard and not mine. And let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth, Lord. And allow your word to shine forth and to root out that darkness that's inside of anyone that's struggling with their purpose. Father, continue to reveal to them what you have already told them to do. Allow them, Lord, to go back to memories past, go back to hearing from you the first time, and to get back on track to becoming to be uh, pruned and to be molded into the righteousness of you, God. Thank you for reconciling us back to you through your son, Jesus. And I just pray that Things are going to happen so fast for those people. Their heads will swim one thing fast on the heels of the other. They won't be able to keep up. And everywhere they look, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. Thank you, Lord, for your positive promises that you never fail us, that you never will, Lord. And I pray for those people that may have given up hope on their lives, rejecting not just their purpose, but the ultimate purpose of living. Oh, Lord, we bind that spirit of death right now. We bind that spirit of death right now. That malic spirit of death, we bind you. We break your hold off of any stronghold in anyone's mind that's rejecting their life. And we declare and decree that there is life and life more abundantly through Christ Jesus. We declare and decree 
that whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And we declare and decree that we loose life through our words. We declare and decree we will not die prematurely, but we will live and declare the mighty works of you, Father. (laughs) We thank you, Father, that it is not by our might or our power, but by your spirit, God. And I ask all things as I plead your precious blood, Christ Jesus, over everyone listening to the sound of my voice, from the crown of their heads down through to the soles of their feet. Father, begin to do a work inside of their hearts. Begin to have their heart turn back to you. No matter what stage they are in life, no matter where they felt like they have failures or successes, Father, bring them, bring them low so that they can see how mighty you are, how wonderful you are. And it's in your name I pray all things, Christ Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. Amen, amen. And I think um, that the Holy Spirit is moving. And as we get ready to wind down for tonight's watch, every time you already know what time it is, anybody that's feeling the spirit tugging at them, you know who you are. Just think about this. Is the Lord leading you right now? Is the Lord tugging at your heart right now? Is the Lord telling you this is something that you need to come in agreement with? If he is, then please, please, please follow the salvation prayer. Allow him to come into your heart. Allow him to uh, just start this path, this purpose-driven path to him. And we will recite this prayer with you. It's the salvation prayer that uh, we are just humbled to be able to lead you through right now. God, I come to you asking for forgiveness. I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that you sent your son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross paying the penalty for my sins. And he was raised from the grave and is alive right now and coming again. I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior, Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen, everybody. We are so excited if you pray that prayer. Um, this is again nothing but a move of God. Uh, <laughs> my most excited voice right now, but definitely know the angels in heaven are rejoicing, and their excitement goes 
it goes. <laughs> so thank y'all again. Um, midnight prayer watch. Y'all, y'all don't understand. We continue to have just breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. And I'm just continuing to be humbled by everything the Lord is doing. And then being in a position to be the host of Midnight Prayer Watch has been a truly humbling experience. So stay connected with us, y'all. I thank y'all again for enduring with me. And hopefully my voice wasn't too bad. You could still catch everything that was meant for you. And I just want y'all to know we are continuing to pray for everybody. We continue to keep you in our prayers and uplifted. And I hope that you have an amazing, amazing week ahead. Everybody, stay up. (laughs) Stay washed in the word. Peace.